This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. My name is Nicole Mossman. I'm founder of Everthread. And what I love about fashion and technology is that it's really changing um, the way the industry thinks about uh, manufacturing and thinks about uh, creating product. Increasing average order value, bolstering confidence, and improving conversion, and nurturing customization. Seems like a pretty tall order for any company. While on location in Los Angeles at Remote Conference, Natalia Makalova spent time with the CEO of a company touting an enterprise proprietary visualization technology platform that improves online customer engagement with e-commerce sites while simultaneously lowering marketing and operational costs. It grows business, reduces waste by reducing the need to produce samples, and fortifies sustainability initiatives. You're listening to Fashion Is Your Business, powered by Sennheiser and recorded on location. Hello, welcome to Fashion is Your Business podcast. I'm Natalia Makulova, and I'm the founder of Balanced Fashion, fashion tech and sustainability consulting company based in New York City. We're here at the Remote Conference in LA and on location interviewing Nicole Mossman, um, founder of Everthread. Uh, hi, Nicole, and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So tell me about Everthread. Uh, what does it mean, what this company is, and uh, why have you started it? Everthread is a product visualization company, and, and it essentially helps retailers scale their image assets and do that without the use of Photoshop or extensive photo shoots, and then um, be able to create dynamic user experiences with those images that, they're, that we're creating for them, um, which gives their consumer a way to engage with the brand in, at a whole new level. Right. So it is a digital product, um, right? So uh, you, what you're creating is um, basically another layer for a customer to visualize a product. Um, so that could be still an image of a product, but then, then on the other side, it could be like actual visualization of how it can look like in a certain context, right? Or at a scale. Can you um, kind of unfold that as well a little bit? Exactly. So what we're doing is we're, we're giving um, the consumer the ability to see products together, what they would look like together. So they're able to experience them similarly to uh, online, similarly to how they would in store right. and, you know, kind of in the fitting room or, or in their own home. And, and it's almost as if they're, you know, trying those products on together, but they're doing it digitally uh, from the retailer's e-commerce site directly in the product page. Right. Okay. I see that. So it is not a VR or AR experience. It is a 3D imaging experience. Um, and it makes it easier because you don't really need an additional layer or um, anything to like put on like glasses to experience that. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's technology agnostic. It works, mm -hmm. you know, um, on your computer, it works on your tablet, on your phone, and um, it, it actually, we integrate directly into the retailer's e-commerce page, so yes. it, you know, it's not pulling out to an iframe or a separate, uh, separate website, so it has this very um, true branded experience and right. uh, naturally just is responsive to the retailer's own e-commerce 
experience. Cool. And what are the companies you're currently working with and what you're looking to work with more and develop your company? In? So we have, we actually just rolled out the, the platform. And so we are, um, we went live with our first customer about six weeks ago and we have three more ready to deploy this year. And, um, you know, they're all kind of bridging either fashion or um, home decor. Oh, yes. Home decor. I remember seeing on your homepage, uh, you're also featuring some home decor, which is a great application, obviously, for this type of technology. But for fashion, I'm trying to imagine a little bit further and help our our um, listeners to really see this technology and visualize it for themselves in their minds as we're speaking about it. So um, it is in a product page. It is um, it looks like an image or like a video, right? Can mm -hmm. you talk through like that user experience? Sure. So it is uh, it is an image, and, and we actually are able to apply this to multiple images. So you would right. have where you have right now a product image, a, a main product image, and then maybe some additional alt images. Um, our technology actually activates those images. And so when a wow. customer starts to click on the options, those options change throughout all of the images. And, and so the consumer doesn't have to kind of imagine what some of the other colors or what some of the other product configurations will look like. They can see all of them in all of the images and they can do that, um, you know, whether it's on model or it's flat or, you know, or if it's in a lifestyle view, we're even right. doing some things with multiple models inside of large lifestyle views. Got it. Interesting. I've worked at the company, at a custom, customization company called Tinker Tailor. It doesn't exist anymore, but we used visualization for um, kind of creating that product that hasn't been produced yet so that the customers could understand. So I'm sure there is a lot of potential in this particular technology that you're creating that uh, they can be worked on for products that are not live yet, like all those options for um for obviously all the colors or maybe additional uh, aspects of a product, right? That it can be kind of digitally created, but doesn't need to exist. Exactly, exactly. So we've got we've got customers that are doing everything from thinking about using our technology and integrating it into their PLM system, right. where they're actually designing with it and cool. and then pushing that content to their e-commerce site to um, you know utilizing it in with customizable products and we've got a customer that actually uh, which is one product is using our our software to build uh, seven and a half million virtual SKUs and then we're showing that across three views wow. which is over 22 million That's unique images that need to be populated images. you know depending on <laughs> if the if the customers you know if there's a customer out there that wants to see all of that <laughs> so many options so um interesting to see the customer perspective on this this amount of options but i'm sure um it makes it exciting i guess and and a very special and unique shopping experience because how many websites have that unless you're amazon <laughs> <laughs> wow okay um all right so nicole tell me a little bit more about day-to-day -day of running your business um i mean it is a startup as i understand but um how big is your team and what is your what is your current role i guess so our team is, um, I think my role is ever-changing, but, um, right. but our team, we have a team of seven, uh, and we scale up sometimes for, with more, but, but we have a full-time team of seven, and, um, and it's really made up of, you know, technolog technologists and, and, and designers, so kind of have a combination of both the creative and the, and the technical side. 
Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, but but then the tech team is still all in house, right? So you're really creating all of that. We create all. Yeah, we have we create all of it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. And what about the uh, current challenges that you're facing that you feel that maybe our listeners uh, could reach out and see that they can solution for you, or just generally, what what are you currently struggling with? Um, I think. Really, just kind of, you know, kind of not so much struggling, but just kind of learning, learning from our customers about kind of different ways that they're thinking about using the application that sometimes goes beyond what we've, you know, initially, initially thought about and kind of learning also what they're, you know, what they're struggling with that our technology can really help to aid in, in solving. It's almost like looking outside the box and yeah. seeing things from a different perspective. And you're like, oh, right, that we can create that. I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of back and forth and, and uh, mutual learning, really, mm-hmm. that goes on. Yeah, it's um, a lot of fun. Wonderful. And the, the, the type of companies that you work with, what are their sizes? What are you currently ta- tackling, I guess? What are you looking for? Uh, we're, you know, we're looking, we typically, we're, we're working with companies from, uh, you know, moderate size Shopify mm-hmm. retailers all the okay. way up to, you know, Fortune 500 retailers. So right. we've got, you know, all of those folks in, in our pipeline. And, and to that point, we have, um, you know, we have, we just rolled out a smaller Shopify retailer and I've got a billion dollar retailer that we're rolling oh. out too. So, so we do a wide range of... I see. So uh, your team is scalable. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't mean that um, this is this is the amount of work that you're able to do at the moment and you're not ready to take on more. You're really like flexible that way. And we're very flexible and a lot of our processes are automated and so good, it makes good. it easy to, you know, to scale with a smaller num- smaller team. So yep. yeah, yeah, because what, what I'm envisioning now and maybe that's like an old school of thinking about it that, okay, I'm looking at this dress and I want to recolor it in all those different colors then I have to like have a person that clicks and like chooses all the colors and I'm sure that could be automized already. Ready, yeah. 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 So yeah, exactly. So we've we've automated a, a good portion of of our processes and continue to do that. So right. Is that something that includes also artificial intelligence and learning, or that's mostly not really proprietary yet? Not yet. I think that we will. There are some aspects of what we're working to automate that will include that. But um, today, it's really just true, pure automation. Got yeah. it. All right, Nicole, we're going to take a break now. And after that, we're going to dive deeper into the business development or just the uh, more like industry challenges that are out there currently that um, the uh, EverThread can really solve. Entrepreneurista, a woman who organizes and operates a business taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. One who has a drive, passion, and vision with an undying determination to succeed. She is fiercely motivated, ambitious, and competitive, forging her own path to independence and success. That's an entrepreneurista. Through the conversations on the Entrepreneurista podcast, we want to celebrate failures, reflect on successes, and get unfiltered about what it takes to be your own boss. This is the Entrepreneurista podcast presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done and what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Check out all our latest episodes at entrepreneurstapodcast.com.
Now, Nicole, so Everthread um, is a company that really does digital imaging, as I'm understanding. There are um, quite a few people that I know or uh, companies in the space that are tackling that right now because digitalization is where everything is really moving and it makes it very efficient for uh, brands to showcase their product that way. Tell me a little bit about your competitors and how you differentiate yourself. One of the biggest differentiators um, is that we work a lot with 2D images, right. and we take in um, images directly from our brands and retailers, uh, and we utilize their pre-existing images, or mm-hmm. you know, we'll utilize uh, new images. But uh, but you know, we'll just take in one image uh, from them, and then we'll create all of the other uh, variations. Um, just by taking in that one image and then some of the option values that um, that they're right. using, like whether it be color or print and pattern or texture, uh, finishes, we'll, we'll incorporate all of those into our activations. And then um, what we're doing with that is then we're making essentially like a mold with that image, and then they can continue to add new colorways and new finishes and new patterns um, to those images over time as they... Um, you know, move from season to season. Right. A lot of the products that we work with are um, products that are repeating body styles. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they last over time. And, and so the images that we're creating are true assets. Um, right. And they're dynamic in nature. And, and so we're able to push that content to their site once once the technology is integrated, um, which is very different from, from what you're seeing with a lot of the 3, 3D um folks. The other really, really big difference, um, and it's pretty massive, is the difference in, in image quality. Oh, yes. Um, like yeah. <laughs> and image quality is, is huge. Uh, totally. It's a huge differentiator for us. Um, we have photorealistic quality, mm-hmm. um, and you can't really find that with 3D. There Absolutely. are folks that are getting closer, but um, it requires a significant um, amount of time to even be able to render remotely close to um, photorealistic quality in 3D and we're able to um, we're able to do that uh, all in real time yes. and it's, it's because we're utilizing photography at this onset. Right, yeah. that makes sense. It is so valuable for the industry. We are in fashion where a lot of things are about aesthetics and um, convincing a customer to buy a made up think that you can tell that it looks fake it's 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 a lot of effort like um that was one of the biggest challenges in the previous companies that i worked at um and uh i I think this is like super valuable that you're tackling that um and uh what has been like what has been the the most challenging thing for you to do like whether it's like team management and creating and scaling it or more getting those new clients in um as an operation-wise, like as a company, um, as a startup, what it's been like a little bit of a gap? I think, you know, I think it's been, you know, a lot of the, I think getting new clients on, on board has been um, kind of one of the harder things. Not so much because um, it's hard to onboard clients at right, all, but right. just because, you know, um, when you're just new new to the space, it takes a little while for people to really trust you, trust yeah. you and trust the yeah. technology. And um, you know, we're we're changing we're changing the way that people think about creating images and generating them, right. and the process and workflow. And we're actually really improving the overall workflow for image production. Um, but with that, it, it, we have to train our customers. Um, uh, 
about how we, you know, how, how they get started with us and what we need as inputs to create beautiful outputs. And, um, right. and so that, you know, that's a bit of a learning curve at first, but then once we, you know, once you're in the flow of it, it's, it actually is a lifesaver and, and it really totally. improves the amount of content, um, you know, a team can, can produce and, and share with their customers. Right. It's like it's your way in. And once you're in, it's already easier to flow. Um, I, I feel like uh, education and uh, knowledge really is missing right now uh, from whether it's a potential customer of, of yours as a brand or as a retailer or even customers. Like, I feel like there's just a lack of understanding that there is a technology out there for a lot of um, issues. Uh, but then the, the education, like, or this like bridging the gap is what is really missing. And I wish there were more um, tools or companies out there that are doing that, like bridge the gap part mm -hmm. of thing. And uh, I feel like that you could also benefit or every threat could also benefit. Um, what are you doing also to promote your product? I mean, we are at remote conference and, I'm sure, and you are a speaker at one of the panels. So what is currently uh, happening in your company for you to like get out there and get the word out? So we do, recording. yeah, so we do a lot of, we'll do quite a few conferences like mm -hmm. Remote um, to, you know, create awareness and have an opportunity to engage with, with different brands. And then, um, you know, and then we're reaching out to brands directly right. um, and really having, mm -hmm. you know, those conversations. And, and we work with different marketing agencies, too, mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, there are a lot of marketing agencies that are working on, you know, different brands, e-commerce sites and, mm -hmm. and um, you know, kind of making them aware of uh, our product. And, and I think what we're doing really can save them a lot of time and effort as well. Absolutely. And so I think it's, you know, it's beneficial across the board. Yeah. I'd like to look at like a uh, beer scale and industry itself and where it's going and understanding where your product fits. So as I'm, I'm understanding, this is uh, literally, it could be something, uh, a solution for uh decreasing amount of samples being produced or mm -hmm. even garments being produced by visualizing it so photorealistically that people don't really, uh, online people don't really see that they're buying something that doesn't exist and maybe on the back of the uh, production system, you know, it's, it's going to like go right into production and can be produced like within a week or so so the customer wouldn't really know and understand that they're, they're buying something that really doesn't exist. Um, can you speak about that or maybe your vision of how your technology can really change the industry? Yeah, I think there's a couple of, of really key things. I think one of the things is exactly what you just touched on, which is as, um, as you know, as that sort of on-demand um, uh, technology and that on-demand production processes continue to grow, right. um, our technology just plugs straight into that in terms right. of like really helps to, you know, power it and Absolutely. there you know we're kind of removing this need to be able to produce all these samples and yeah. and then giving giving the consumer the ability to see the see you know thousands of products totally without you know without producing um producing those skews ahead and i and you know i think that has a huge impact on waste Totally. Um, and I, and honestly, I think when, when retailers are able to do that, um, at scale, it ha I think it can really improve, uh, their bottom line too. And it's just a matter of, you know, kind of rethinking how, how we've thought in the past about manufacturing. And, right. and I think there's a lot of great technology out there that's helping with efficiencies in that area from digital textile printing to, uh, you know, to other, 
other things as well. Yeah, it's really about creating a different um, uh, mindset uh, for businesses to see that, hey, this is actually possible now because the technology is out there supporting it and um, helping them envision it and understand that this is what they can be in the next six months or so when they implement this technology. Um, All right, Nicole, so we're going to take a break and then after we'll uh, get to learn a little bit more about um, you as a person. bad Monday? Well, you shouldn't have a bad Monday because you just downloaded funny people talking on your phone, right? So just click the play button. Wait, Danielle, Danielle. What? What's funny people talking? Oh, it's this podcast with, I mean, you're one of the co-hosts, Mark. It's oh, yeah. you and me and, and Elsie, our producer, she's there. And we have really cool guests on like illustrators and comedians and actors. You should listen. Do you listen to your own podcast? I hear it every time we record it. It's a really good show. You should listen to. Uh, do you listen, Elsie? No. Typical. I know. Typical producer. You know who listens? All of our fans who love the show. (laughs) (laughs) I know we dropped it. Listen to Funny People Talking. Mm. It comes out every Monday on Mouth Media Network and wherever the best podcasts are found. Off the grid with fashion is your business. Um, Nicole, yes, I have no idea what I'm going to ask right now, <laughs> so bear with me. But uh, it's important for us to get to know you and the audience as well to understand what you are as a as a person. And um, I haven't really asked you where the company is based, so can you actually say that first, and then I'll base my question from there. Okay, perfect. So we're we're based in Dallas, Texas, right? Yeah. So Dallas, Texas. Okay. Great. I mean, I'm coming from Moscow, New, like, like Moscow in Russia. I feel like Dallas and Moscow have some similarities. What is Dallas to you and how do you navigate through it? Because it is a pretty opulent city, I would say. There is a certain feel to it that makes it very unique in the United States. Um, what are some things that you're really enjoying there and that you feel like people don't maybe know about the city, that they could come and learn um, to speak about your city? I think, you know, I think one of the great things about Dallas is it is just how fast it's growing. Yes. And it's it's really changing a lot. Uh, I've been there since 2006 and okay. it's really, um, it's really kind of grown up in a way. Um and evolved. I mean, there's incredible shopping and yes. and uh, restaurants and um, yeah. just the whole look of the downtown. And the land, um, the skyline is even changing. So it, right. it's been fun to kind of see that transition over the last several mm-hmm. years, and you know, it's sort of growing up a little bit more, which is yes. which is interesting. And is it something that you, you, I mean, I don't know a lot of fashion tech company. I know a lot of fashion companies out of there, but not fashion tech companies out of there. Do you feel like you're this unicorn out there that people like talk about do you feel like you're bringing something to the city I, you know I think so I think so there there are only you know a handful of us um mm-hmm. that are there and you know there's the one other big company that's um that's out there is uh reward, reward style, style I want yeah to say yes um and they've they've been really successful totally. in, in you know there are innovators also in the yeah. space in a way, in their own uh, way, in um, 
bridging brands and influencers uh, in marketplaces. Awesome. Nicole, thank you for doing what you're doing with Everthread. We need definitely a little bit more of that technology that facilitates better businesses. And I think you are doing that and, and contributing to that. So thank you. And thanks for uh, being here and taking your time from remote conference to speak with Fashion News of Business. And um, thanks for the audience as well. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And oh, uh, Nicole, if the audience needs to connect with you, what is the right way to do it? Best way to do it is to um, either reach out to me on LinkedIn or uh, visit our site and um, reach out to the team. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Nicole. And Thank thanks you. again for everyone for listening. Have a wonderful day. This has been Fashion Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Fashion Biz Show. That's Fashion B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, fashionisyourbusiness.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. This is your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.